All right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here with you on another edition of the Rebels 247 podcast, part of the 247 Sports Network, and always inside the Rebels. How you doing this morning? Hopefully you had a great weekend. The Rebels had a great weekend. We'll get into that in just a minute. Ole Miss in Coral Gables for the Miami Regional and now one game away from their third consecutive Super Regional. Uh, I'm not even sure what to say there, except you know what I had mentioned since the middle of the season. Let me mix in just uh, – and look, here I want to mix in a little bit of, of fandom into the media part of this too. So let me lock out knock out both of those, okay? But before we get there, this is what we're going to do. Monday morning here, we're June the 6th. As we're just rolling along, we had a big camp weekend with big news that came out of that. Uh, we do need to jump into that and get give you some of the details on exactly what went on over the weekend. And, of course, the baseball that's going on right now. The weather was was awful early for a couple of days down there, but they were actually able to get games in on, on day number two. So not as bad as it could have been for sure. And now it looks like Ole Miss is in great position to move on with one more good game. They, they have two shots at this. You need one more good game to move on and they'll be in their third straight super regional, which caught me a little bit off guard. So there's, there's several different things that we have to get into here. I want to start with the recruiting real quick, and then uh, I want to get into the baseball because I want to talk about Hunter Elliott, Mason Nichols, what they were able to do yesterday to get Ole Miss through that second game. Look, didn't look good early. I'm going up against a a big-time left-handed arm. But for the purposes of recruiting, you know, David and I, we've mentioned to you several times the importance of these camps that have been going on and, and, and what's going to come out of those. The biggest news uh, was a new commitment this weekend. Roman Rashada decided to go ahead and cast his lot with Ole Miss this weekend, pulled the trigger, and uh, and made a, a verbal announcement. Committed to Ole Miss. Big news for a couple of reasons. For one, he's a three-star junior college cornerback for this class of uh, 2022. Has three seasons left in him to play or three years to play two seasons. He is the older brother of Jaden Rashad. And everybody knows why that's important at this point, because his older brother is a five-star quarterback out of California. Now, what I don't want to do is you don't want to take, well, but there's no way to do this. You want to give him credit for, for the player he is and almost picking him up. And yeah, that's great. But we're talking about a five-star quarterback here, potentially. So, yeah, I mean, as far as what we're following and what Ole Miss fans are following, that's that's the big part of this. Does this mean Ole Miss is in the lead for his brother? Does it mean that that's your next quarterback? Let me read you what he told David. David was able to get in touch with uh, with Roman over the weekend. Um, he tweeted out the commitment. David's able to get in touch with him. This is what he said when asked about his quarterback brother says, I didn't talk to him much about it. He had been up there to Ole Miss three times before spoke highly of the place. And when I was going down there, I had a good idea of what it was like. 
already had a good idea about Coach Partridge, who's going to be the one coaching me. My DC and my safeties coach is going to be my coach. Had a good idea about it. So I I don't want I don't want to go negative here. I was hoping to uh, that that paragraph would be great if he had gone into details. Yep, talked to my brother a lot about it. We are, you know, we're thick and close as we can be, and we're going to play college football together on the next level. That would have been great. And I know Ole Miss fans would have loved to have had that kind of quote in there, but that's not the one that you got. You got one that's just about Roman playing and him and his value for the program. Now, David went on to ask him a little bit more. Is it a big deal that Jaden Rashada's big brother is now an Ole Miss Rebel? He says, oh, for sure. That's not taken lightly for me to be there and for them to be already in his top five. That's a big difference. But at the end of the day, going to do what's best for you. And I wouldn't want it any other way. Don't come to a school just because your brother is here. So, look, there, there is some talk between the two. Uh, he did go into detail that Ole Miss is one of the favorites. But he didn't say that Ole Miss was the favorite. So it's a, it's a situation to where I'm going to read into this and you're going to read into it. You're going to hope that that brother connection, that the, the, the two kids, that in the end, that they'll want to play together. But we'll see. We'll see. It's not a guarantee that I wouldn't read into this, that you pick up Roman Machado and then, bam, there's the brother. But at the same time, you do like your chances. You like your chances there. And that would be a – look, that would be a colossal pickup if Ole Miss can grab him. A uh, five-star guy who is the perfect fit in this offense. Look, it's, it's becoming more and more apparent all the time, barring something crazy happening, that that uh, Arch Manning's going to go somewhere else. Looks like maybe Georgia, maybe Texas. So this is a huge deal. Um, Jaden Rashad will be a really good fit for what Ole Miss wants to do. But they're able to grab his brother. And you're just kind of doing this off step by step by step. They've gotten him on campus. He's had good visits. He likes the coaches, likes the staff, likes what they do offensively. Now, your brother is also in the fold. You're able to convince him to come play here. So just going one step at a time. This wasn't like the final home run swing and bam, that's it. But at the same time, you're stacking things up that put you in a good position to maybe land. And we'll see what happens there. Now, as far as other players that came in on the weekend, um, there were a lot of them. You know, some 23 guys, some 24 guys. You know, like a guy like like Braylon Burnside, kid out of Starkville High School who will be a, a big deal recruit in two years. He's a wide receiver, will be a junior this year. He comes on campus, um, has really good things to say about the visit. Could Ole Miss pull another wide receiver out of the Starkville area? They did it with A.J. Brown back in the day. Could they do that again with Braylon Burnside? We'll see. But he's on campus, and several of those type players on campus for for the camps. Um, but that's a good weekend. You pick up Roman Rashada, the only commitment thus far out of it. But lots of other offers, and you know all that information is, is on the message board. More offers that are going out, and that seems like a, a constant thing that we're trying to track for you guys. Now, I do want to knock out the baseball here. I mentioned in the middle of the season. It, I, I think you should do like I have done this year. Let's say you're one of these fans. And look, and I understand everybody's point of view on the baseball thing. I mean, I see all the opinions on the board. And look, for the most part, 95% of you, 
you're grounded in what you're putting out there, whether it's pro or con. My point would be if your biggest beef with the program has been the postseason, right? Because the regular season, I think by all accounts, we would all say has been terrific. Going back a lot of years, if the postseason is the biggest beef, then don't get stressed out about what's happening in the regular season. Give it time, let it get to the postseason, and then start there. And then whatever happens there, use that as your barometer as a judge of how this year went. I mean, you just have to be consistent. Pick a lane. If the regular season and the, all the winning that's gone on there is not the most important thing, then let's don't make this year's regular season disappointment the end-all, be-all either. Wait for the postseason to see what happens. I told you all they had to do was get in the postseason. Just get in it. The team is good enough to do something, and we'll see what happens. Now, I'm struck by a couple of things. They come out on, uh, oh, what day was it now? Day one. Was that Saturday? Yeah, it had to be. They come out Saturday and play a, a solid game against Arizona. It's late that night, another one of those. But they just play good baseball. They get big hits when they need them, get a big win, and Arizona's, Arizona is Arizona. You know, that's a solid baseball program. You're able to knock out an ace, and bam, check that box. You know, you move on to to Miami for day, day number two. They played solid. The lineup hit. They had big hits. They got good pitching from Delucia. That kid's been nails. Has been money. He just that dude competes. Sets a career high for him in strikeouts, and he's just he's given them a shot on Friday nights or opening game of series all year. And when that happened, I shouldn't say all year. What, what roughly the last two-thirds of the season, maybe the last half of the season when they finally settled into him as the guy, it's, it's been season-changing almost. Even though you didn't see it all in the regular season, when you have him out front and you're getting a chance there and you move everybody back a day, it, it makes a huge difference. The lineup got some hits. Now, one thing I am struck by, I'm looking at some of Jared's content right now that he put up. The lineup this year for the regular season was an issue. Should have hit all year, but I'm looking at the numbers. You know, Hayden Dunhurst at 246. Elko ends up at 292. Peyton Chatagnier is 241, but he had big hits all weekend. All weekend. Justin Bench is over 300 at 308. One of only a couple of guys over 300. Kevin Graham's at 335. TJ McCants is just hitting 232. Leatherwood's 252. I mean, the, the averages are not great. And that goes back to the whole season. But now we're in the postseason. One thing that did strike me, Jacob Gonzalez has quietly hit 17 bombs. If we did a shortstop ranking here for Ole Miss where we've had great ones, I don't know where he sits, but that guy is moving up the list daily. Quietly has gone out and hit 17 bombs. Had a good weekend. Elko had a good weekend when they needed him. And then yesterday, I know Hunter Elliott has thrown a lot of pitches this year per inning. He's young. You're talking about a freshman out there that's just getting after people, and he's not where he will be one day. I mean, he is going to get better, but has really good stuff, throws four pitches, and that, that kid competes. Gets out of a jam in the first inning, 
and then kind of settles in later in that outing. And he gives them what, what did Hunter give them six strong innings? It's something like that, five and something. I'm not looking at the box in front of me, but he gave them another solid outing in a game they won two to one, two to one. So he gives you a chance against a really good Miami team and a very good hitting lineup. And he gets it to Mason Nichols, who gives them what did Mason give them? Two and a third shutout? I think seven hitters. I think he went seven for seven. Seven um, outs, two and a third perfect innings. So that goes true freshman to true freshman. And then you bring in Brandon Johnson and he finishes the thing. I think I think Hunter ended up giving them five innings, just top of my head, maybe eight strikeouts, something like that. Through well, you go from one freshman to the next freshman. Mason Nichols, that was money. Seven outs when they needed them, kept the game where it was, and then you get the big hit late. You bring in Johnson, you get the win, and now Ole Miss is sitting in the prime position to advance. They only have to win one game. Miami has already been knocked out of this thing. Let me double. It's early in the day. So I'm going to double check myself on some of this stuff just to make sure. I, I know Arizona knocked them out yesterday, but there's no reason not to just make sure. And Miami's lefty that they threw, that guy was nasty, but he hadn't thrown a whole lot all year in terms of going deep into games. Just hadn't done it. So for them to get him out and to score on somebody else was big. Yeah, Arizona wins that one. I wanted to see the score. Four to three. So there's your number seven Miami team that's out of this thing. We get to see an Arizona team that we've already beaten once. Arizona threw a ton of pitchers yesterday and throughout the tournament. So their arms are not in anywhere near the shape that Ole Miss is in. You've got Diamond on the mound, who I assume is going to draw this start. I'll double-check with Jared here real quick. So you have a veteran. He's been here before. Numbers aren't great. He's four and four, six, five, seven, ERA, 61 and two-thirds innings. But he's been here before. Hopefully he gets them maybe a couple of trips through the lineup, gets them into the fifth, sixth inning. Would be if they if he gets them into the fifth inning, would be awesome. And sets things up. I would assume that everybody is available today, even though Brandon Johnson's already thrown twice. I would assume that he's going to be available to finish a game again today, but he's been money all weekend. So you are sitting in prime position for what, for, for me, if they're able to pull this off, and, and look, and I, I know, I mean, some of the stuff on this is funny from, from some of you that just, if you're really anti, you're like, yeah, of course they're, of course they're going to win the thing now. Look, don't, I wouldn't worry about it. Just enjoy the postseason. And then when it's over, then there can be all this gnashing of teeth of where the program is, where it needs to go. And I know that is difficult if you're just dead set against Mike Bianca. I, I get all that. Enjoy the postseason. As long as they're winning, just enjoy the wins. And they they are on an Omaha – What's the, how would I phrase this? There is a shot here a legitimate shot to get there. Now, will they get there? I don't know. Have to get through this regional first, but right now they're in great shape. If they're able to get through here, and I was talking to a buddy of mine about this yesterday, I personally would love to see them play Southern Miss. Southern gets a win yesterday against LSU and sets up a game today to see who advances. If LSU wins, I mean, going down to Baton Rouge, yeah, that, there's, a, there's a lot to like about that series, too, just in terms of being a fan. But for me, 
having the two Mississippi teams square off in Hattiesburg, it's easy to get down there. That place will be packed. It would be great for baseball in Mississippi to have those two teams playing in a three-game series. So personally, I'm pulling for that. I would love to see Southern win today and Ole Miss advance so that, that we have that going on, which would be, in my opinion, wildly entertaining. And plus, I, what, what are your chances in that regional? I would probably say 50-50. And that's with all due respect to Southern, who I think is, is really good. They have arms. I saw – I watched some of Southern's because they have two, maybe two Northwest ranking players on it, some kids that I know. And uh, they tried four guys out there this weekend that were 96-plus. So I get that. But we've played them. We've already won the game in Hattiesburg once this year. And you know how baseball is. So you can almost flip a coin if that should happen. But that would be that would be entertaining. So I'm pulling for that. Ole Miss today, lunch, first pitch. So 12 o'clock first pitch with Arizona. 39 and 24. Ole Miss sitting here 34 and 22. Right there. One game away from advancing to a super regional again for a third straight year. And at that point, anything can happen. Already had success down at LSU. So could they do this? Go on a postseason run. It's right there. It's right there if they can finish this thing. But you can't do it if you don't win today. Get one more today. Survive in advance, and we'll see what happens. Y'all have a great day. That's the Rebels 247 podcast. Get your week started right, and have a good one.